Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another Resilient Squad Tuesday, and I am so glad, as always, that you're here If it is your first time tuning in, my name is Annie and I will be your host of this amazing self-development podcast. Today we are chatting my limiting beliefs. So I'm going to take you along, guys, for my personal story, if you will, my personal struggles that I deal with until this very day. So I've written down a little list of my limiting beliefs, some of which I still just struggle with. And honestly, as I'm recording this, it is a Saturday for me um, and I have been in a weird freaking mood today. I had a really hard time falling asleep last night and my heart was beating out of my chest even though my thoughts were not circling because I know the feeling when you're going to bed and you can't stop thinking about stuff, therefore you can't fall asleep. But it wasn't like that. It was really weird. It was like my body was anxious. I don't know. Maybe that's my subconscious mind. Who freaking knows? But I had a really horrible time falling asleep, weird dreams, and just woke up in an all-around weird mood. And I've done all the things today. I went to yoga. I shuffled. I ate breakfast. I did some financial planning. But I'm still in this weird mood, so I'm just going to go with it because I think it's good to show up on here not, like, happy dandy all the time. And it's not that I'm not happy. It's just, like, I'm I'm not as in it as I usually am. So we're going to dive right in to my limiting beliefs. My first and foremost one that scared the shiz out of me before I moved to Colorado was I can't take care of myself. For so much of my life, I have become like mentally codependent on others. I moved back to my mom's house after college because I didn't save financially in a way where I could have supported myself and moved into an apartment right out of college and I wanted that downtime. So I moved back to my mom's house But I think this was also because I didn't want, although I'd been like paying rent out at college, like I was scared to fully dive into the world of adulthood for some reason because I've always felt like, oh my God, I need someone to like catch me when I'm down. Like what if I make a financial mistake? And unfortunately, I don't really have um, a situation where I have anyone to financially like fall onto which I know a lot of people are in that same situation, but I grew up in an area where people were pretty wealthy. So I felt like the oddball out. So I felt like really freaked out, even though I don't really make like bad decisions financially very often, but I just like freaked myself out. And I was like, I, I can't take care of myself, like uh, feeling all of this on a subconscious level. And it was only like 
after I moved back to my mom's that I really like understood what this fear was. But yeah, I just like thought I needed support and I would do this emotionally. Uh, like I touched on a few minutes ago, I said like I would like mentally depend on other people with with friends. Like I put so much of myself into my friendships and just like, you know, wouldn't even set boundaries with people because I felt so codependent, like emotionally on like hanging out with people to escape my brain, which is just not <laughs> not a good place to be in. And also, as a thought for you guys to consider during this episode, I'm really going at this from the perspective of abundance versus lack mindset. Obviously, limiting beliefs about yourself are very much so from lack. And <laughs> I also think that I'm probably in this weird mood today because I'm not focused enough on the good in my life. And, you know, I'm not going to like beat myself up for that. I'm going to show myself some compassion because I can't always be like happy and grateful all the time. Um, but I just wanted to bring up abundance and lack because I feel like those are the two states of mind we can be in. And so if you're not in one, you're in the other. And limiting beliefs are obviously based in lack. So from I can't take care of myself, this kind of leads to another limiting belief for me that is somewhat related. This one is things always go wrong when I'm almost out of a hard situation. So I think everyone has a limiting belief like this at some point in their life where they think things can't be good for very long for them and they get suspicious that something's going to go wrong if they're really happy. So they're almost like pre-preparing for things to be wrong in their life. And then when something goes wrong, you're like, oh my God, I knew it. And uh, I really haven't broken through this one, to be quite honest with you. I feel like I've broken through the I can't take care of myself one a lot. But this one comes back. Like, I tend to spiral when things go wrong in an area where I feel like I'm unequipped to deal with it. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example for you guys. Oh, like in college, I would be super broke and then multiple times there was points where my car like broke down or would have a weird freaking problem and I would just flip out every single time because I was like I don't have money for this right now and every time it was super expensive unfortunately luckily my parents did swoop in a little bit to help me there although they don't really have much money themselves and in these situations, I was just like, oh, like I finally saved money and I have to, you know, give this to my parents to repay them or like, uh, blah, 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 limiting lack mindset, insert all the things here. And I would just focus and take these bad things that are normal things that happen in life. Like most people's car has broken down multiple times, probably in their lives. So it's not like I'm the only one. And I would think of it like, ah, like things just always go wrong for me as soon as they're starting to be right. Or like things can just never stay good for me. I would really just totally take something that is a normal happenstance and just flip out with it. And it's not good. I could have flipped the script and been like, oh my goodness, thank God that you know, my campus is within walking distance and we have buses so I can still get to class. Or I could have been like, thank God my parents are lending me money to fix this right now. But instead, I would really focus on what was bad. 
Honestly, I feel like limiting beliefs are all related in some way. I'm going to keep going down this list. My next one was I'm not disciplined. This is one I've really been working on lately. I have been still going to the gym, as I've mentioned in multiple podcast episodes, following workout routines, um, which has been really good for just my self-worth and proving to myself that I can be disciplined because there's been so many times in my life where I feel like I don't have autonomy over my time and that it just slips through my fingers and that I'm just not one of those people who is good at things like being disciplined and being regimented and that's a fucking lie um (laughs) although it's like hard to still feel like I am disciplined because there's always going to be parts of your life where you aren't and where you aren't and it's always going to be to an extent an uphill battle um which is natural and normal because humans aren't perfect but like when I analyze I don't know, me getting up this morning, I was super tired. I was really lethargic and I woke up in this anxious mindset. So I was very slow to start my day and I got kind of like, sometimes I get so into like an activity that it's like almost obsessive. And that's how I was like doing my finances this morning, to be quite honest. Like lately I've been just trying to get back on track because I quit my job and like I have a lot of financial goals, some of them being like paying off student loans or like a credit card, stuff like that, and also saving for the future. And my mind just tends to like latch onto these things and just like do it for like do this like financial activity for like three hours, like financially planning for myself. I I was doing like a lot of stuff online and I don't know, I'm not going to get too much into it. So it wasn't like insane that I was spending that amount of time doing it. But like the way my mind was working while I was doing that was not good and then afterwards I was like you know I did a good thing I was like oh cool like I got something out of the way that I've been kind of putting off but then I thought back to like oh this morning I you know got up slowly like oh I I should go to yoga at an earlier time or like I should I I should on myself have you ever heard of that shooting on yourself it's like shitting on yourself but you're saying oh I should I should I should and it makes you feel like crap even if you're being productive and also being productive is not the end all be all (laughs) note to myself note to Annie Blade so being disciplined is something I'm still like building on and working through and unfortunately unfortunately it's a limiting belief that still you know gets to me sometimes and maybe today is one of those days another one I have is I am an anxious person this is another one that recently I've been really trying to break through I have a I'm gonna be really blunt and honest with you guys I kind of have a high level of social anxiety and this is very surprising for people because I'm very open on social media I have my own podcast I am loud and I speak my mind in most situations yet at the same time I I do things that maybe people don't notice like right now I'm kind of like rubbing I don't know how to describe this like clicking my fingers together as I'm talking like I I have nervous movement or my body is kind of like hunched over the microphone a little bit and I I hold my body very tightly like my legs are crossed right now often my arms are really close to my body I touch my hair and my face a lot and I mean I'm not saying those are always indicators of social anxiety but those are things that I've noticed that I do when I'm feeling like I'm in an anxious mindset and over time I've come to believe this thing 
this idea that I'm an anxious person when really when I think back to when I was younger when I was like 14 15 I was very quirky and not afraid to be myself and over time I've like grown this social anxiety wow social anxiety which I think is stemmed from like social media overindulgence and just like comparisonitis a bad case of comparisonitis because I and I've talked about this before in my social media detox episode I know when I go on social media too much like I start comparing myself even at a subconscious level to other people and that puts me in a state of you know, general anxiety and this can pour over into other parts of your life. For me, like I have very visceral like body reactions to what my mind perceives as performance situations, such as for me with my shuffle group, like going in the shuffle circle. Can't tell you the last time I went in there. And in interviews, I like I have like freaking digestive problems before interviews. Like I feel it very much so in my body. Um and it physically doesn't make me sick, but like it gives me physical issues. So one way I've been working on overcoming this is just doing the thing anyway. Um, with shuffling, I've been kind of bad at that right now because I've been so focused on the gym, but in other situations like applying for jobs or doing interviews, I've been much better with that recently. And I also just have to hype myself up when I do something that scares me. Like, I I don't necessarily know how to fix things like digestive issues from social anxiety, but I know the more that I avoid it, the more issues I'm going to have. So I'm not sure if you are someone that struggles with anxiety or if you feel you can relate um, in relation to a different limiting belief, like a trait or something about yourself you believe that you have. Honestly, the answer isn't always like, you're going to do it and feel better, but you just have to do the thing you're scared of and pat yourself on the back for it, no matter how it went. It's not always like a necessarily happy ending, like overcoming anxiety or overcoming the belief that you think you're not disciplined or something similar. It just takes going forwards. And I know that's not really the answer that people want to hear. It's definitely not the answer that I want to hear, but things get easier as time goes on and it just takes really giving yourself some compassion, patting yourself on the back and just getting yourself to do the thing, whatever it is. Another limiting belief I wanted to share with you guys is the one that I don't have time. So I think this is super integrated with like, um, I don't, I don't have ADHD, but like my mind tends to be very all over the place and a little bit obsessive about certain things. So I, find myself sometimes scatterbrained and even though I live a pretty structured life and I use a planner I still struggle with being just a little all over the place with my thoughts or getting distracted easily especially by like social media phone in general electronics in general I've also been overcoming this by just you know continuing to use my planner continuing to you know just like redirect myself softly and not beat myself up when I go off task so this is something you struggle with or relate to and that's one tactic that I use to kind of overcome that and you know it's okay to give yourself breaks like I lately have been overworking myself a little bit mentally it's been I I felt like it's deemed necessary but today I think I'm kind of realizing like I need a little bit more of a break because now I'm getting to like this anxious, not breaking point, but just like anxious state that I don't need to be in. And I think if I let myself have some time off, that might be a little bit better. But yeah, 
the the limiting belief that you don't have time that I don't have time isn't true and it's not true for you my last one I have here that I've been struggling with is I'm not a dancer oh this one keeps coming up for me as a person that never viewed themselves as physically gifted in the realm of athletics or dancing or anything like that and I tend to have dinosaur arms when I walk around I have just never seen myself as a very fluid you know moving person not the best on my feet and I'm also self-conscious from the social anxiety so I tend to judge myself extremely harshly I've taken a step back from shuffling because I have been committing to the gym but honestly Uh, I'm going to relate this really quickly to the limiting belief of I don't have time. I actually, (laughs) for four days now, have been shuffling consistently for the first time in probably two, three, four months, basically since I started at the gym. For some reason, the gym is very, like, it's hard, but I'm not judging myself, probably because I'm not taking videos of myself very often, and it's very structured. It's like, oh, in this set, you're going to do this many reps. And then you're going to do this. And it's not emotional for me. Whereas like dancing is very creative and becomes very emotional for me. So lately I've really been overcoming this belief of both I'm not a dancer and I don't have time by just simply dancing and not recording myself because clearly that is not working for me lately. And I think overconsumption in social media has been something I've been doing again lately and Although I follow some really amazing dancers, quite frankly, I've been mentally overloading myself on so many like facets of my life that I've been really scrolling past people dancing because I just can't bear to accidentally compare myself to people lately. So I scroll past the dancers for the most part. Of course, I want to support my friends. Of course, I want to engage with their posts and I still do like I'm on social media more than I'd like to admit lately, and I still engage with their posts, but sometimes it's just okay to scroll past or not scroll at all if you really do need a break. So those are some things, like I said, I've been doing to overcome those beliefs. And I, you know, today I'm not really tying this back into like, I can have this belief instead, although how about I do give you a couple examples, actually. So instead of saying, I can't take care of myself, I can say something to myself like, I obviously can take care of myself. I've been living on my own outside of college for almost a year. I've paid all my bills and I'm alive, breathing, got groceries in the fridge. Obviously, I can take care of myself. So I encourage you on your limiting beliefs. If you're not in touch with them, really think about what areas of your life you're not feeling so hot in and maybe start jotting down your thoughts and why and maybe realize some of these limiting beliefs and I always encourage people to write out a statement saying the opposite and why also that the truth is the opposite of that limiting belief but anyways back to the point I was making really quickly before that example all of these like I said at the beginning of the podcast are based in a lacking mindset. It's focusing on the negatives. It's focusing on what went wrong in the past. It's focusing on weaknesses and it's focusing on fear. And fear will always limit your potential in life. Fear will always tell you, play it safe when really what fulfills you and what's meant for you at the end of the day is usually always on the other side of what scares the living shit out of you, to be quite frank. 
And uh, although it's natural to feel fear, you really have to actively step out of the box of your own mind, reconsider the situation for what it is from a non-emotional standpoint or as non-emotional as possible, maybe even bounce ideas off of friends you trust, family you trust to get a realistic standpoint. But I encourage you to look at it from that other angle and focus on what's going right for you, what you're good at, what you can feel abundant in, and just keep on track with what you want from your life. Like I said, I'm not really in the most inspirational mood today, not in the best mindset today, but hopefully this can show you that I can still, you know, chat with myself, tell myself what's good, tell myself you're on track to the vision that you want for yourself and still provide value to others even when... (laughs) Or let me put it in context with me. I can still provide value to others when I'm not in the best mood and so can you. So kind of just wanted to have this episode today with you guys to be really honest about some of the things that I struggle with. I personally love when I am listening to a podcast or a YouTube video or whatever media and a person is very blunt and honest about their issues because that immediately for me uh, makes me feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. This person is actually relatable so I can relate to them even more now. And it just makes you feel better at the end of the day just to know that you're not alone and that even people you look up to struggle. So that's my little uh, life lesson for the day. I hope you guys have a good one and I will chat with you next Tuesday. Bye.